All right, everyone, welcome to the NBOB Daily Podcast, Sunday, February 4th, 2024. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, joined by co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel, here on a Sunday morning, Marcel, to recap UFC Vegas 85. We had some MMA back in our lens this week. Marcel, how's it going, man? I'm looking forward to doing the podcast with you as always, my friend. So how, how are you? Yeah, I'm good, man. Um, looking forward to it as well. Was uh, Finally had some fights back on again. I honestly don't think it was the best card, but uh, we had some fun fights on it, you know. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, there were some good finishes um, and a couple of really good fights, too, I would say, as well. So, like, you know, for for uh, Apex Fight Night card, it was just about, I would say, like your average Fight Night card. Maybe maybe a little above average. I think there's some pretty good fights, actually, Marcel, to be honest with you. I think it was a pretty good card. So, we're going to recap uh, yeah. the card. Yeah, like like you said, it was like nothing amazing, but pretty good. All right, I say let's get into the recap here. Let's start off with the main event, work our way down. I should mention, man, I had a really good night of picks here, Marcel. I only got two wrong, Johnson and, and Radke. Radke was one I was really considering, too. Um, did you pick Johnson? I can't remember. You did, didn't you? Or No, no, I picked Maxu. Yeah. Hey, Marcus, what's up? He's in the chat. Uh, he gives a card seven. Yeah, I think that's about right. So, like. Your typical Apex card, maybe you know, a little above average, if anything. Um, I think it was decent. You know, I think it was a decent card. All right, like I said, let's get into a start of the main event here. Nazirdi Imov defeats Roman Dlize by this by majority decision. <laughs> so we'll talk about that in a second here, Marcel. So yeah, I mean, it's the fight went exactly how I thought. Imov winning on points, just way more volume. He landed three times, literally three times the amount of strikes. 30, 112 significant strikes at 34, so literally three times as many, or it actually even more than three times as many, but pretty much dominated the fight, had a knockdown. There was a point deduction, obviously, for a, a legal blow to the head of a down deployment, although that rule is going to change hopefully really soon, Marcel, you'll be able to do that again. Um, but uh, the scorecards were obviously interesting. You had Derek Cleary, 49-44, Sadi Amato, 48-46, and then John McCarthy signed Ron McCarthy, 47-47. Very, very controversial scorecard, but I'm not going to lie. I, I kind of had a feeling there was going to be one of these scorecards, a draw scorecard. Um, that's why I tweeted after the fight. I was like, I think the scorecards will be interesting because of that point deduction and also because you had a borderline 10-8 round in the first round. To me, it was a clear 10-8 round, actually. And the stats back that up, by the way. 51-8 to eight in significant strikes plus a knockdown. That's a 10-8 round uh, by Emil Vob. And I think the referee could have stopped that fight. It could have saved this Marcel probably for an extra 20 minutes of uh, – of not the best fight, you know, it was an okay fight. It wasn't a bad fight, but not a great main event either. Um, but yeah, Imovov gets the win by decision, which is exactly what I thought. Give me your thoughts on the fight, my friend. Yeah, to be really honest, I really don't dig the middleweight division at all, you know, and the UFC's making so many main events out of it. And this was a why. really middleweight fight, wouldn't you say? This one, yeah, was a real middleweight fight, <laughs> yeah. And I don't know, I mean, next week we have another middleweight fight, they have uh, they have uh, probably, I think, for UFC 300, we have another middleweight fight. For for Vegas ninety, we have a middleweight fight. I mean, why do they have all to be a main event? I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, I think Ima fought, fought really well. Again, he gassed like always, you know. But the thing is, Dolitsa gas as well. So I mean, they both were kind of gassing, and Dolitsa is super tough, man. I mean, I, let's be honest, many guys would have been finished in the first round. Dolitsa stayed uh, active enough for 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 Dean not to. Uh, intervene, you know, but uh, I think many guys wouldn't uh, have made it out of that first round. Uh, I think I think Ivanov did did great overall. I think he deservedly won. I think I think I, I gave him 
four, maybe even five rounds. You know, I, I don't think I, I, I maybe, maybe give the leads rounds. a one round. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, possible. I, I don't know exactly anymore, but I, I was sure Imavov yeah. won, but he was lucky, dude, yeah. because it Dolitsa could have taken to took the easy way out and be like, fuck, I can't go yeah. go any further, it's over. And then it would be either a DQ or no contest. I don't know what it was. I think there would have been a DQ because he took a point deduction, you know. So I don't know, but uh, I mean. Uh, deserve one for Imavov. What else can we say? And uh, some fun things with Chris Curtis afterwards. Um, yeah. <laughs> Called him a quitter, apparently. Yeah. Um, that would have been interesting, though, if two of the extreme guys had back to back no contests. I'm mm -hmm. with you. I, I think he's uh, he's lucky uh, Delize is a, a warrior. You know, he. I'll tell you this Delize, man, in that first round, too, Marcel, he, he could have easily turned up and taken a TKO loss easily. Yeah. I think most fighters do, to be honest with you, um, because it's just the easy way out. He's getting pummeled. That's a 10-8 round, in your opinion, right? First round? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. How did only one judge have a 10-8? That just blows my mind. I mean, look, again, the, the stats back it up, 51-8, to eight, and a knockdown. And you can't even be like, oh, well, they don't have access to the stats. I mean, your fucking eyes will tell you it was a 10-8 round if you're watching the fight, which I don't know if some of these guys do. Um, again, just because of the way MMA scoring works – you can get a draw here if you if you don't give 10-8, then you have the 10-8 with the, the point deduction in the fourth round, and then you give somehow the Lise two of the rounds. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it wasn't a great fight. Anyways, what's next for these guys? The uh, Lise obviously is going to lose his top 10 spot. Imamov moved up. Or maybe the Lise will still be in the top 10, but Imamov's going to take his spot is what I'm trying to say. So he'll be in the top 10. What's next for Nazardine? What do you think? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this, man, and I think the 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 the, the fight that makes sense is the winner of Hermanson against Byfer next week. It could, so. it could be, and you think the UFC might be a little bit down on his stock right now because it wasn't the best fight, you know. Um, the Lise yeah. for sure too. I would say that he's, his stock went down a bit, Marcel. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, Dolitsa, I, I know he wasn't the favorite. I know Imavov was the favorite. I picked Dolitsa in this one. Um, this stock is down for sure, but but let let's look at this man. We also have in two weeks we have for Robert Whitaker, Paulo Costa, right? And the loser of that one can fight maybe Imavov. You know, it depends on what the UFC thinks about Imavov right now. Do they think he can make that next step, or are they still uh, on the fence with him? You know, I think they're still on the fence with him, but hey, we'll see. You know, I mean, he got the win, five rounds. He looked better than in his last five rounds, in my opinion, but still. He still has a problem with the gassing, man. I yeah, know he won the fight, but he still has a problem. Yep, I agree completely. All right, let's get some comments. We got Chris in the chat. We'll talk about the Charles Johnson fight, which was a great fight. We you got Yumavov's five-round cardio. Yeah, he got tired again. Um, yeah, again, he did. He was active in this fight. He did throw a lot of volume, which is what I expected, but he got tired. Also, um, the control time, too, Marcel. I'm looking at that. Ten minutes for Delize, three and a half for Yumavov. So another bit of an issue there as well. Um I, this is a second majority decision in the UFC, which is crazy. Eh? You don't really see that often. And one, he lost the one to Phil Hosny, won this one. So, yeah, it's some weird scorecards in his fights. Um, but he got the win. So, I mean, at the end of the day, he's moving up in the ranks, and Delize's the one moving down. Delize, again, tough dude. But, you know, Marcel, I kind of feel like he hit his ceiling when he beat Jack Hermanson. That was his best win of his career. He, he looks like that's going to be the high point of his career, probably, um, going down since then. He is a tough dude. They can go the distance and tough it out but he's not uh he's not elite you know i thought he might be because i thought he did beat vittori but 
you know, I just like the matchup for Ibovov, so I picked him here. All right, get a couple more comments. Octar updates, what's up? Brady, what's up? Would you do the Curtis Imovov rematch? You could. I mean, that's another option. Curtis did win his last fight against Ferio, but uh, I think Imovov is higher in the rankings. And to be honest with you, Marcel, we did see that fight. Imovov was going to win that fight. And I remember I picked Chris Curtis. I was like, I was like, oh, God, I got lucky on this one because he was going to lose that fight. I mean, let's be honest. What's up, Jason? How's it going, man? He said, good morning to me and then to you, Marcel. Good evening. Yeah, almost, almost. It's, it's uh, 4, 4.13, yeah. There you go. It's almost 4.20, Marcel. you got to pull your uh, space cake in a few minutes here. So, <laughs> What's up, Craig? How's it going, brother? All right, let's get to the next fight here. Renato Macanio defeats Drew Dover by unanimous decision, 29-28. We both really liked Macanio in this fight. I think most people did. The odds kept going up in his favor, which makes sense. The stylistic matchup was a really good one for him because Dover's ground game went on amazing. I'll give Dover credit, though. He survived the three rounds, and he did a lot of damage in this fight, too, especially in that second round, right? Like, there was a lot of damage that was dealt, dished out by Dover, but again, gets taken down in the third. McCaniel rides it out. McCaniel uh, gets the decision. Late post-fight interview. Um, calls out the MMA guru, which I thought was hilarious. You know, it's funny, because I'm assuming they're just joking, because they probably both are, you know, they're both YouTubers or whatever. Yeah. That's just going to help that guru guy's channel. He's going to get more views, more people talking about him. So it's not a bad thing he called him a pig. Like, it's actually not a bad thing. Like, I'll put my hand up, call me a pig too, Marcel. Like, I don't mind it at all because, like, shit, his, his subscriber count will go through the roof. But, uh, yeah, McCannell gets the win here. And, uh, you know, he's won four of his last five fights. I, I like McCannell a lot, man. I think he's he's a, he's a good fighter, and I like his personality. So what would you think of the fight? Yeah, man, I feel like uh, Dober started very well, and Moicano was after uh, after one and a half minute like, "Fucker, I'm not gonna stand with you anymore. We take you mm -hmm. to the ground," you know, mm -hmm. and uh, he pretty much wrote it out there, you know. And I think the second round, I think Moicano started well as good as well, you know, but uh, Dober came, uh, got out, and then he threw Moicano to the to the to the octagon to the mat, and he op and, and with that throw, he opened Moicano's eyebrow. Because I think in the broadcast they say clash of heads or something wasn't a clash of heads. You know, I, I rewatched it like three times, and you saw it popping open the moment he landed on his uh, on his uh, on his head. Um, yeah, and I mean Moicano clearly won the third round in my opinion. So one and three were his. Second round, even the second round, man, could have been his. But the thing is, like Dober uh, inflicted more damage than he did. You know, so you got to give oh, it yeah. to Dober. Um, also. I gotta say this, man. Um, before when the event started, we I I said to you, I think I see Mike Bell as the judge next to the octagon, and I was right. Mike Bell was there. I met his back, man. Mm -hmm. um, he was also one of he's the judges a, in this ride, by the way. That, that's he's why a, I he's a great judge. And, yeah, and I didn't great. really cut you off, but he's a great judge, and he got just it's just disgusting that he was used as like the scapegoat for MMA judging that, that's just so bad because he had one bad scorecard like in his whole career basically the yeah. Shevchenko scorecard which was a terrible scorecard you know and I don't blame them for like yeah. taking him off for a bit because it was that bad but like he's been off since September four months five months Marcel a long time yeah you know so anyway sorry I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off please keep going though no I, I'm happy you did because I fully agree you know and the whole MMA community were uh went after him while this Saudi amount of Chris Lee, they're clearly fuckers. They make like these uh, mistakes like every fucking event, you yeah. know, and, yeah. and they don't get any flack for it. But um, yeah, I mean, a uh, good win for Moicano. Post fight interview, as expected, was funny. Uh, with his dad <laughs> being like, uh, yeah, he gave birth, and now I go to back to to uh, to to my home to uh, make another baby with my wife. What a guy, you know. Um, 
yeah, he posted a funny I, I, picture too on Twitter. I don't know if you saw it. It was like him, his dad. No, him and his dad. And what's it called? Um, with uh, Gary's wife, Ian Gary's yeah, wife. I, yeah. <laughs> He's a joker, man. He's got a great personality, though, right? Like, I, I love him. So, what's next for McKenna? What do you think? Um, there are so many options, man. I think he called out Darius for Brazil. Yeah, well, I mean, possible. Uh, he can fight Dan Hooker if Dan Hooker is ready to go. He can fight Jalen Turner, which was actually supposed to happen this month, but Jalen Turner took the Bobby Green fight. So, um, this, this that fight didn't come together. Mm-hmm. A lot of options, man, for Moicano in the division. He hasn't fought a, a lot of these guys because he actually came from featherweight, right? So he fought some featherweight uh, top 15 guys, but in lightweight, he hasn't fought too many guys yet. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was originally booked like earlier last year against Armand Sarukian, actually a main event, right? So, uh, yeah, why not Darius, man? I mean, it's possible, you know? Yeah. And Darius 0-2 in his last two fights. So, yeah, yeah. we can do it. Got some comments. I don't mind that Jalen Turner fight though. I kind of like that one. That's yeah. that because they, they were supposed to fight anyways. What's up, Zach? He says finally someone else pointing out what's the headbutt. Which fight is he talking about? Uh Moicano against Dover. Oh, well, there was, oh yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh which McCano showed more his personality in his career. Yeah, I agree. And and I thought he won rounds one and three, too. The 47-47 scorecard is not great. Thoughts on Chris Curtis being angry. Chris Curtis, I I think he said he's bipolar. Hasn't he said that? I'm pretty sure he's come out and said I, that. I gotta double check that. But I, I remember saying. Chris Curtis saying in James Lynch's interview, he's a super petty guy. He says so. <laughs> I Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I, actually, I, I could have swore I, I've seen him write that on Twitter before. I might be wrong though. Um, <laughs> I know he's he, he's he's uh, yeah. There's an article here, but uh, let's see. I don't know. It's, I don't know what's going on with Chris Curtis, but like, I mean, the whole thing with you know bleeding his Twitter and stuff is kind of odd and everything, you know, because he is a pro fighter. You shouldn't let that stuff get to him so much. Um, McCaniel Fox stream boring. He did, but he had to do what he had to do, man. I mean, you're not going to stand with Drew Dober when your eye is shut. I mean, it doesn't make also, sense to you, right? Also, you got to take it, take in mind that Moicano was out for more than a year, you know, and mm-hmm. he's coming back. And the first one and a half minute, Dober was just better on the feet, you know. So he needs yeah. to have a win here. So he has to take it smart, you know. And sometimes it's, uh, yeah, that's maybe not the most fun to watch, but it's it's good to do. And I I, I didn't think it was a, a boring fight or whatever. But I thought it was a pretty good fight, personally. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, it was not a mate, not a fight in the night, but a, a good fight. No, fight no. I thought they both yeah. fought hard, man. Um, McCain or Darius? Yeah, who would you favor, McCain or Darius? That's an interesting fight because. They both kind of chinny. They're both good grapplers. Um, and they're both like, I think Darius might be a little bit older, but not that much. He's like maybe two years older. Um, I guess just because of like the momentum, I guess McCann would be favored, maybe. But I don't know. Darius is pretty good too. I like the fight. I mean, I'm having a hard time even like just right now, like thinking who would be favored. So who would you favor? McCann against Darius. Uh, Man, I mean, Moicano's str- str- strongest thing is the ground, and that's Darius' strongest thing as well, you know? So uh, that's a difficult one, man. You, you would say, like, maybe with momentum, you would pick Moicano, but, I mean, you cannot underestimate Darius, yeah. you know what I mean? So I, I like the fight. I think it's a good fight, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, sorry, person, Paul Coster started playing funny stuff. Oh, that's good. Yeah, they've both been in the UFC for 10 years. I remember I picked McCann when he fought Tom, Tom Minamaki in his debut. I'm pretty sure he was an underdog in that fight. And he's had a good career in the UFC so far. So, yeah, 10 years in the UFC. So, it's really good. All right. 
Randy Brown gets the bonus here. Marcel uh, performance of the night. Knocks out Muslim Salikov first round. I mean, this is probably one of Randy Brown's best wins like ever in the UFC. And he's also been in the UFC a long time, eight years now. And uh, I mean, it was a beautiful knockout. Really beautiful. 1-1-2, one, one, which is a great combo. Um, when I used to uh, train boxing and Muay Thai, they would teach us that combo in the boxing class at one one two. So it's kind of like a basic combo, but guys don't really use it. And the thing about Randy is he's able to be, because he has a long reach, man. He pushes you back with that jab and then landed that right hand. Muslim knocked out. Muslim's lost three of his last four. Muslim is also 40 years old this year. I think they'll probably give Muslim one more fight, Marcel, because he does have the check six and four record in the UFC, but he's lost three or four. He's definitely on the decline. With uh, Randy Brown, though, I mean, I think he's just one of the more underrated middleweights. You know, he's won six of his last seven fights. He's always in really good fights. Welterweight. Um, pardon? Welterweight. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Sorry. I, I just, I really like Randy Brown, man. I, I've, I've always liked him. I think he's a good fighter. Looking at his record, you know, six, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, and five, I think he is in the UFC. I mean, that's a good record. You know, he's fighting good fighters, too. So. He's a good fighter, man. I, I really like Randy Brown and uh, great performance by him. Any thoughts quickly? Yeah, man. I think it was a good performance. I thought it was pretty. That was that, that knockout came out of nowhere, dude. It was like uh, very even until then, and uh, Brown knocked him out. I mean, good win for Brown. The thing is, like, I don't know, man. I think Brown is kind of the guy who is like, I uh, do you say that borderline top fifteen guy. He's a gatekeeper. Uh, yeah, he's pretty much there, you know, and uh, I think it was a good good win, good finish. Gary Hatley was sleeping again because uh, uh, Randy Brown had to land an extra shot, which was absolutely unnecessary, but Hatley was too late, so no blame on Brown there. Yeah, um, yeah good win for him, man, but what's next? I, I really wonder what's next because I feel like he, he wins the fights. I expect him to win, you know, but when he really gets a step up in competition, he doesn't, you know. For example, the Jack Della Madalena one, he, he, he didn't show up in that fight, in my opinion, you know, because I expected Jack to win, but not like that, you know, that quick and that 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 fast. Um, yeah, you you can book him against uh, book him against Renat, you know. I like that. Uh, yeah, yeah, you get well, the rankings here. Renat's fifteenth. The other guy I was thinking was Neil Maggie. I don't think they fought before, right? Like, no, have they fought? No, no. no. That would that that's a good fight, and they they're both kind of similar. Like they're both very long, tall guys for the division. I think mm -hmm. that'd be a really good fight. So I think that would be the fight I was thinking. Um, I'd be good. I think either too, of those yeah. guys makes it. You like the Magni one too? Yeah, I think it makes yeah. sense. Because again, Brown's got uh, like almost 20 fights down the UFC, man. He's been in the UFC for a minute now. And obviously, Neil's got, you know, what, 40 fights or something. It's crazy. Yeah. How many fight or 30 something fights? But yeah, I mean, it's it's a good fight. All right, a couple comments. Rob Vessel likes Darius in that fight. What's up, Mike? You got Mike's MMA picks here. He likes. Darius and Macanio. I mean, it's a good fight. It makes sense. How do you guys feel about Salkov getting eye poked before the KO? Right? Well, I mean, it is what it is. Like, there was actually quite a few eye pokes on this card. I mean, we'll talk about <laughs> the next one in a second here. We had a no contest, unfortunately. There's a lot of eye pokes on this card. Um, and it did get me thinking, like, there's got to be a better way, man. They're like, they're, they're, they're need I thought they did change the gloves. Didn't they change them last year? I thought they did. And it's know. not really helping. <laughs> They got to get back to those pride gloves where they have the curves down, you know, like, yeah. The, like the, yeah. Yeah. Brown looked good. The eye poke was bad for sure. Uh, the also. Everything's on purpose. This one wasn't, but there was, uh, I, yeah, I wouldn't say the other one was on purpose either, but there was a nasty like thumb in the eye. Oh, it was the pokes fight. We'll talk about that in a second. That was really bad. Go, go ahead though, Marcel. You know, and I, I said it earlier as well, you know, with these gloves, I mean, People would never have uh, f have tried these UFC gloves, you know. Those are like 
almost not stretchy. You know what I mean? You really have to fist uh, to make a hard fist, you know, to close that. You know, if you do it in a relaxed way, they keep standing like that. You know, and a lot oh, of fighters no, I, do I'll that. I'll be right back. I got, I got a pair in my house. One sec. Keep talking. I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah. So a lot of the, if you look at these UFC gloves, if you put them on, you know, your hands start stand like this, and you really have to make a close, hard, close fist to close your fist. So if uh, fighters are like measuring distance, it's weird to do it like this. You know, you try to. You guys understand what I mean. You know, so um they should make that a little bit more like flexible you know what i mean they still uh, here in, in this side they have to get that more flexible that fighters can make a close fist because now you're like it's hard man to make a hard fist for like five minutes and three times five minutes you know what i mean so that's pretty much what i uh what, what i meant and adam is still trying to get the glove on i think you know, I, I just um, pulled it out of my closet. Um, so I went to the. I actually have. I had a pair because I used to train, and I, I would. I had a pair, but um, yeah. when I went to the Sportsnet Studios a few months ago, they were giving them out. So I grabbed a pair of. Oh yeah. Of the UFC gloves. These are the official ones. These have like the Sportsnet brand. Wait, can you see it? Uh, here we go. Yeah. But they're still like you know. Let me see if I. Those I are the officials with the Sportsnet thing on. Yeah. Yeah. Let me see if I can get my hand in them. These are. These I, are I, pretty I, sweet. All right. Yeah, so you can go. see it's it's hard. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's hard to keep a close fist the whole damn time because that's not yeah, stretchy. You, you, like you naturally want to kind of keep your hand out like this. Exactly. Like a little bit. Yeah. Now, to be they fair, have to these, change that. They do feel like they're curving down a bit, but these are pretty small in my hand, to be honest. I don't know if these are the right size for me. Um, yeah. I'd imagine those guys use, you know, a bigger glove too. So, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I mean, I, it's it's actually, I haven't put these on, like, I, I mean, gloves on in a long time. I used to love strapping on the gloves when I trained though, man. It, it Like, it makes you... Kind of getting them in that mood to, yeah, punch I things, understand. So. Yeah. yeah, Trevor Whitman did make a, a glove, but they, I don't think they could be wrong. Like, I, I could have swore last year they made some changes to it, but I thought they took some consideration from what he did. Anyways, let's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree with this too. All right, let's go to the next fight. Um, oh, your girl Natalia Silva defeats Viviane Arujo decision. Um, I mean, she got tested a little bit in this fight, Marcel. You know, Viviani, I thought, did decently well here. Um, but a good fight, and then Tally gets the decision to win. So she's, what, 4-0 now in the UFC? 5-0? 5-0. She'll be fighting for the belt, like, probably next year, I would say. I think she's really good. And, and I know you love her, too. Um, I know you had the tissues up for this one, too. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, she's, 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 so, she's, awesome. she's so quick. Man, she's so quick, you know, yeah, with yeah. how she throws uh, kicks. Yeah. And that, uh, yeah, it's it's yeah. crazy, actually. Um yeah, she got tested in the first round. You know, Arusha was trying to hold her against the case, trying to take her down. She didn't get it, but I mean, Arusha was in a, in a, how do you say that, in the dominant position, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the last 10, 15 seconds, she, she still got uh, some good punches in and some good kicks in. But I mean, uh, you can get obviously give that around to Arusha with control for a long time. I think Natalia Silva did better in the second and third round. She had her distance uh, going and uh, she pieced her up pretty much, you know. So, uh, yeah, man, good win for her. The thing is, like, um, if you look, everybody above her is booked, right? So um, uh, she wants to fight in the Rio de Janeiro card on May 4th. The only possible booking there right now, if they if they want to book it quick, might be Tracy Cortez, man. Although Tracy Cortez is under her, but I don't I mean, think that who, fight's gonna happen. Yeah, I know they don't think so, but but who else, you know, if you look at the rankings right now, who else? She's she's probably gonna have to wait for someone. She maybe she'll wait for like the loser of uh like if, if uh Caitlin Seminero, I guess her name is now. If she <laughs> yeah. loses, 
If she loses to Macy, I think that fight was because she's kind of a gatekeeper, right? Um, yeah, possible. Uh, the other one would be uh, on. Well, Andrade is a different division. To be honest, I don't yeah, know why Andrade is ranked in two weight classes. It's kind of odd. Rebus as well, by the way. Yeah. Ebus is fighting. Uh, yeah, Rose. Right? Is that one twenty-five? Is that or yeah, one twenty-five? Okay, so that fight would be good too. Like the winner of that, maybe they could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, that makes a lot of sense too. The thing is, like I said, I think she'll probably fight for the belt next year because uh, you still have uh, obviously Aaron, you have the rematch, and you have Firo all waiting for the next title shot, right? So, or I guess Aaron, the winner of Aaron versus Firo will will probably get the next shot. But I, I they're going to do the trilogy, right? Grasso and Shevchenko is that the plan? Um, yeah, I think that's knowing. clearly the plan. I mean, those two are the only ones who are not booked, you know? So, right? yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. And then you do have Macy Barber, too. If she gets by Simonera, then it's so weird calling her that, by the way, because it's like <laughs> I've called her Chikagi over her whole career. Hot, 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 And it sounds like and it sounds like Carbonara, you know? So A little I mean. bit, yeah. She's fighting for Marcel's belt. That's a good one. Wrestling could be the super style team that dances fast. She's very fast. So it was good, man. And that's actually in my preview for bookies, I talked about the speed being the biggest advantage for her, and that's what happened. All right, we had, I think it was the shortest no contest in UFC history. I think it was. I could be wrong, but I can't think of something shorter. Can you? I how quick how quick was the Antonio 11 Carlos seconds. Jr. Uh, also which, which fight Antonio Carlos Jr.? Oh no, this one was eleven seconds. Against was Kevin it? Casey. Yeah. Um I remember that one too. Kevin Casey, King Kevin Casey. Let me take a look at that one. Uh, I'm not sure. Compete. All right, here we go. Uh, da, da, da. That was, I think, really fast. That was 11 seconds. Yeah, they're both tied. So I think, <laughs> I think it's, yeah, it's probably tied. Um, yeah, fuck. I mean, what are you going to say? It was a bad eye poke, dude. Really bad. He couldn't see. This isn't like one of the ones where a guy bitches out, wusses out, and, you know, takes a, a no contest. This is a legitimate no contest. Yeah. Um, I think both guys knew that. Hopefully, his eye gets better quick, they can run it back soon. Um, but I could also see them like just booking Kizria for another fight quickly. I mean, this guy doesn't fight often. Finally, you know, he actually showed up in amazing shape. Kizria comes on the scale, looks great after like what two years away, and mm -hmm. then the fight lasts eleven seconds. So I'm I'm kind of hoping they just rebook it fast if they can. But if his eyes fucked, then which it might be, then he already talked to Dana. Kizriyev Go ahead. Sorry. What'd you say? He already talked to Dana Kizriev and he said or like doing... Dana already is trying to give him a new fight. So yeah, that's what I figured. Exactly. So um by the way, Dana, was he even at the event? I saw him at some boxing card last night. Was he even at this card? Later, I think he was there. It's not a great look for the UFC president to be at another event. I'll say that. I agree. I understand Dana can, you know, he's a rich guy, he doesn't give a shit about some of these premium fights on the Apex card. I get that, but it is a bad look. Because if yeah. it's not worth his time, then why is it worth other people's time? You know what I mean, mm -hmm. Marcel? Yeah, so I think it's a bad look. Yeah, it's a bad look. Um, but anyways, whatever. He can do what he wants. So go to the next fight here. Charles Radke. Again, this was one I, was, I wasn't I was sure about, but like all the money was coming in our and all the size advantages were in his favor. So went with him. But Radke, man, he does have a lot of power, man. Because I remember watching his CFFC fights, and he knocked a couple guys out cold, and he did it here too. Two knockdowns, knocks out Urbina in the first round. You know, I know people don't like this dude. He should have got a bonus, I, I believe. I think he should have got the 50K. What do you think? Yeah, definitely. I think he should have got the 50K as well, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Instead of Molly. I mean, I don't even want to talk about that, but that was a clear setup fight if I've ever seen one. I'm not too sure why you picked Paul Pizza. Marcel. Don't I, I, I switch. I switch. <laughs> I told you. I told you I switch. That's a good switch. Um, but no, I, I, Radke looked look good. Uh, any 
thoughts? I mean, he looked much improved, right, than the last fight, which uh, Blood Diamond. Although looking back, I mean, Blood Diamond's a good striker, you know, so maybe it wasn't as bad of his performance as we, as we kind of were saying. I think it was just more like the post-fight interview and everything and all like the bad blood with this dude, but he's not a bad fighter, man. And you know what? He is, you know, he's 34 this year. It's his time to make a run if he's going to make one. So yeah. you, you like, what do you think of this guy? You like him or what do you think of him? Yeah. He's okay, man. I, I didn't care about the post fight interview because I'm not I'm not woke. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, let's see now what, what's next. I, I think Urbina showed that he's actually actually not UFC caliber. To be really honest, man, this kid's not that good, man. Uh, all the, all three of the Urbina brothers, I think they must have one of the worst collective records you could think of in UFC. You know, like <clears throat> if uh, what one win combined, maybe maybe two wins combined. It's not very good. But, uh, all right, Molly McCann gets the submission win over Deanna Belbizza. I mean, listen, Deanna's getting cut. She's 2-5 and five in the UFC. I like Deanna. I think we all do, but she's not UFC Calvin. This was a clear setup fight to get Molly back in the win call. Against an opponent, Marcel, she beat 30-25 last time. This was, a, this was an easy pick, man. Honestly, it really was. Um, I just don't – like, I'm not saying Molly's back. I don't think she should have got a bonus. I don't think so. I know she got a submission. That was cool, but – I don't know. I just think I don't think beating Deanna Belbeats is like bonus worthy. I don't know. What do you think, man? I would have given it to Radke instead. I understand we just said Rubina's not that great, but the way he knocked him out was really nice. And even what did it? Temba Garimbo could have got one or two instead. Like I just don't I like think, him giving Molly the bonus here. I don't like. Him. I think I think Tamba should have got it. Yeah, I I would have too, but I just don't like them giving Molly this bonus for like what was a clear setup fight. Like you're already giving her a fight she's going to win and get her win bonus from and get back in the win column. I will say this: Molly showed up in really good shape, man. You know, she took the yeah, weight cut oh, seriously. Definitely. She looked really good in the scale, and you know, this is a better weight class for her. But I just, I, I, I still don't think Molly's that great. I don't know. What do you think? I have to see more as well. You know, at least yeah. she looked good. She looked, she looked, uh, man, really good, man, uh, well, physically. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, listen, not to downgrade anything here, but. The broadcast was like, yeah, she, she recently fought in grappling and she got the submission win. And then I look at who she fought. That girl is 0-4 with four submission losses. So I was like, oh God. yeah, I don't know. You know, so, um, but yeah, good win for her, man. Happy for her. She, uh, the, the two-fight losing skit is gone. You know, she has a win now. Let's see what she can do at 115, man. Absolutely. And then you had the fight of the night, Charles Johnson, Azat Maxim. I, I actually love this fight. Um, I, they yeah, popped my tweets up on the TV. This was an amazing fight, I thought. Uh, tons of great scrambles. The submission defense by both guys was unbelievable. I love this fight. And Charles Johnson, man, like after that first round, which Maxim obviously won. I mean, Maxim looked, he came out guns a blazing, looked amazing. I thought you're gonna, mm -hmm. I thought he was gonna get that Darce. I gotta be honest with you, man. I thought that Darce was locked in, and uh, somehow energy is able to uh just get out of it. And then the second round, he started coming on strong. And the third round, it was a close round. And then the very end, Johnson really pulled away at the very end. He got the decision. I thought he won the fight for sure. I thought no it was by far his best performance in the UFC. I thought it was a well, the Jimmy Flip was just good too. But to me, like this is a better win. I thought this was mm -hmm. a really good fight. I really like this fight. High level stuff, man. What'd you think, brother? Yeah, I'm I'm happy the UFC didn't get lazy and gave Dulitsi Imavov the fight of the night, you know, and they gave this one because this one deserved the fight of the night. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, we are moment in the third round, man, with Maxum being in that uh, in that choke, you know, and uh, Johnson released the choke, and Maxum pretty much fell forward. So I, it was 
basically almost out. I feel like, bro. I know? thought he, I, I thought he was like out and woke back up or something. I don't. That was yeah, weird, a right? really, really weird moment, you know. And uh, yeah, Johnson took that third round in the last minute, pretty much, you know, because I thought that was pretty even, you know. But Johnson uh, really took that last round in the in, in the, uh, the last round in the last minute. Uh, and good win for him, man. I mean, Maxum wasn't won. ranked, but Maxum was undefeated, and and he looked very good, definitely in the first round, you know. And uh, yeah. Yeah, Johnson, a friend of mine, is, is pretty high on Charles Johnson. And he's like, dude, this guy, he can do so much more, but he doesn't show it, you know, in, in the octagon for some reason. And this time he did, and he did it at the right moment because I think if he loses again, he might get cut. Although it was a short notice fight, so maybe not, you know, but you never know. But this is a big win for him, in my opinion. Yeah, I know. I really enjoyed this fight. Just to, Sorry, guys, I missed a couple of questions. I'm going to answer them. Um, there was a question about Molly. Who would she fight next? <clears throat> Just, they're going to give her someone she can beat. They're trying to build her back up again. Um, I'm assuming she'll be on that Manchester card, right? Would you Would you think so? Molly? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. If, if the Manchester card happens in Ju July, then she will be there. Yeah, yeah. So that that's what I'm thinking as well. Um, just I'm not I'm not too high on her, but yeah, I don't know who she's going to fight. Someone that's like, what, what, what do you know. think? I'll take a look at the right, um, list of UFC fighters. Elisa Reed. They could do that fight. Did she, did she win her last fight? I can't remember. Oh, it doesn't matter with Molly. They're going to give her someone coming off a loss anyways, aren't they? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I Just someone that's not like, like I mean, Deanna is at the bottom of the rankings, right? So, like, she's not, sorry, she's not even ranked. I mean, she's at the bottom of the division is what I meant to say. Um, and I'm not trying to, like, get too hard on Deanna here. I mean, we all like Deanna here, obviously, mm -hmm. but she's, she's going to be released, I think, right? What do you think? Yeah, it's a big possibility, yeah. What about like Vanessa Demopoulos or something? Could you do that? Yeah, somebody like that. Yeah, that's something like that. Yeah, so I think that that's a good fight. Um, yeah, Molly looked. She looked. She did look good though on on the scale. Did you guys think he was going out the end? Yeah, I did. I thought he was. I thought he did choke him out, and I thought somebody let him go because I thought he was out, and then he stumbled backwards. It was fucking weird. But ten eight round the first round, ah, borderline. I don't think so though. I I I don't think so. Um. You know, 10-8 round is the first round to lead to Imalab, although again, only one judge gave it to him. CJ saved his career last time. You get to see him more in the UFC. Yeah, for sure. Da -da -da. McCann versus Andrade. Uh, Andrade is fighting Marina Rodriguez, so probably not. Um, yeah, exactly. I agree. The, the man fight was kind of like a uh, um, red flag, I would say. And then people are talking about Johnson just saving his career, for sure. All right, Kemba Grimo knocks out P. Rodriguez 32 seconds. I mean, I don't know how you don't get a bonus for this. This was a great knockout, obviously a story and everything. I, I'm hoping The Rock gives him a bonus or something like that. That'd be kind of cool. But yeah, I mean, you got to like this. I, we talked about this last week. This was an easy pick, too. I, I don't think P. Rodriguez is a UFC caliber fighter. Any thoughts on this one, man? Yeah, good one for Tampa, man. You know, happy for him. He seems like a really good guy, uh, and he's always very nice if, if, when I talk to him. So uh, I'm happy for him. Um, it's uh, he, how do you say that? He has some expectation of himself to be champion this year. I mean, you got to believe in something, you know. So that's good for him. Uh, I think gotta be gotta be difficult, you know, to uh, to get from unranked to uh, to be champion this year. But uh, yeah, I like where his head is, and uh, let's see what he can do next time. You know, when he gets a step up in competition. Yeah, no, I agree with that too. Um, da, da, da. All right, let's go to the next fight. Juggernaut Lee defeats Blake Builder by decision. You think Blake Builder gets cut? What do you think? 
I think he got a four or five contract, so he might get another one. You know, he's one and two now. Um, I had to laugh, man, about this corner. Hey, dude, you're from the trailer park. I was like, yeah, so does that mean he's tough? I mean, Builder's a good fighter, don't get me wrong, but Lee was just a step above him, you know, and uh, ahead of him, I should say. I mean, Lee stuffed the takedowns. He pretty much beat him up while stuffing the takedowns. I think Lee looked really good. I underestimated the dude, you know, obviously. And, uh, yeah, good win for him. Yeah. Uh, Luana Carolina, I, I picked her as a dog here, Marcel. I thought yeah. it was an easy pick. I really did. And, you know, she pretty much dominated this fight. Obviously, missed weight. It's not a good thing, but dominated this fight. Julia's wrestling was just not very good. Couldn't get a takedown here, Marcel. Um, uh, gets taken down at will. And, uh, or sorry, she couldn't get take, she couldn't get take the takedown. And then just the fight stood up on the feet the whole time. And Yulia just pretty much, you know, was getting picked apart. And at the end, you know, she went for that last Hail Mary kind of armbar attempt. And then obviously uh, she couldn't get it. Luana stands up. Luana kicks her in the head, punches her rocks her and then uh gets the finish in the late in the fifth round i mean that to me the only part of it was that she got the finish i mean that was surprising right but um any thoughts about this one man yeah horrible fight uh good win for luana um i think luana should go to 135 she always struggles to make 125 so um and and the funny thing is like stoliaranko struggled to make 135 and now she easily makes 125 it's actually crazy you know um but yeah, I want to see Luana go to 135. I think it was a good win for her. You know, she was already two, uh, up 2018 on the scorecard, so she would have won anyways. But yeah, good to a good finish, but uh, horrible fight. Yeah, and then uh, Mark Markel Madero's defeats Landon Quinora's decision. Close fight. I, I scored it for Madero's barely. Close fight. What do you think? 50-55, man. Could have gone both ways. I think uh, Kinona started really well on the fight. You know, he got the first round. He, he, he uh Oh, why do you say that? He staggered Medeiros, like, I think, one minute, one half minute in. Uh, Medeiros had a good second round. I think the third round was 50-50, man. Could come both ways. The thing is, like, Medeiros was, like, more uh, going going after it. You know what I mean? He was, he was like, the more the attacking guy. And, and, and Kinonas was more, like, countering, in my opinion. And that's why I think the, the judges sway Medeiros' way. I had Medeiros as well, 29-28. But man, I would have been I would have been mad if it was twenty nine twenty eight for uh, for Kinonas. Was a close fight, man. Yeah, but I agree with that. And then uh, Jamal Pogues defeats Thomas Peterson. This was a really good pick by me. I thought. I mean, I clearly thought he won the fight. I thought he won every round. Would you? Think? I mean, really good pick. Horrible fight, also. <laughs> it wasn't a good uh, fight, but I'm glad I got the pick. Right? I'll tell you that. <laughs> Jesus, man. I mean, yeah. this was uh, this was LFA prelim esque. You know, this was like really not good. Um, two guys who are like me, way too overweight uh, going into the cage. I mean, Pogue should fight 205, in my opinion. I think Peterson as well, to be honest. Um, I think Pogue's fought 205 for a long time, you know? So, um, it's now 265. Wasn't a good fight at all. Pogue's had some good uh, things going with his jab, you know? Peterson tried to get the fight to the ground, but um, yeah, nothing really came of it. Uh, I think the, it was kind of weird with the with the strike scoring man in the last in the first round because Peterson landed a lot of strikes uh, on the ground, you know, ground and pound, and they only gave him like five strikes. Really weird, you know. Yeah, uh, I saw that too. So that, and same yeah. with the Dover one; they only gave him six strikes for that one round. Like it's yeah. kind of that's what I'm saying. Like I, although we those are the only stats we have, sometimes they're kind of like they seem odd to me. I don't know. 
Any more thoughts? Are you good? <laughs> no, that's it. Nah, I'm good. I don't want to say more thoughts, but yeah, I don't blame you. All right. So, anyways, I agree with Marcel. I think we both gave it like a seven out of ten. I think that's a right. Would you say that, or you're thinking like a six? The card. Five point five six. Oh, okay, that's fair. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. so we get some comments. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with what you're saying. Yeah, the Mecano Guru thing was funny, and again, it just helps Guru out. I mean, he's going to get so many more subs now because of uh, being called a pig. So <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad of a thing for him. But uh, yeah. Anyways, I think we're good for the for the recap, Marcel. Is there, is there anything else you guys want to talk about really quick? I can answer any questions. I mean, actually, Marcus, I don't know if he's in the chat, but we can answer the stock report. Stock up. Uh, stock up. Charles Radke, for sure. Um, Silva. I he, Silva. I think Radke was a big winner in this card, though, man. I really do. That was a great knockout. Stock down, Delize. Stock down, Salikov. Um Urbina, Balbiza, Maktoum, Builder. There's a lot of people's stock went down. Not a ton of these stock went up, but a lot that went down. Stolyarenko, a lot. Marcel, wouldn't you say? Like, I think yeah. there's a couple of guys that like, like a Landon Quinone. Well, I feel like his stock almost went up because he wasn't supposed to win, and he put on a good fight. You know, a lot of fighter stocks went down. Not too many went up on this card. Yeah, more went down than up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you agree. Yeah, so there we yeah. go. Um, all right, cool. Uh, like I said, a, a couple other comments. We're going to do the breakdown right now. We're going to yeah. do it right now. Yeah, and tell me still this is a good-looking chick, man. I mean, Mar but Marcel's already taken her, so. And I got my girl. What's my girl's name again? Jacqueline Amarin. That's mine, and, yeah. and this is Marcel's. So there you go. So stay away from those two. Um, I don't know what the fuck Dane is doing. I mean, I, I still feel like it's going to be Chandler and, and, and Connor. I still feel I, like that in my blood. I what think Drick is against Izzy, I think. That's what you are you hearing anything or are you just make are you just like guessing? Mm, it's kind of, a 50, 50, kind oh. of a 50 50 thing. All right. Well, Marcel can't say anything. I mean, that fight does obviously make sense. I mean, I'm not going to complain about that fight if that happens. You know, I don't think anyone's going to complain about um, that fight. That would be a good one, obviously. Um, I don't mind it at all. You know, I don't think you, I don't think any of you guys mind that fight if that's the one that happens, right? So, um, yeah, I guess we'll see what happens there. All right, let's uh, let's end this podcast. And uh, oh, by the way, this is hilarious. Well, I'm in a wheelchair, so you can have her. I mean, I, I, I mean, I thought you guys in the wheelchair. So you guys still, you guys still have some fun, right? Don't you guys? Um, <laughs> Gotty, right? Uh, I'm just joking. But uh, anyways, let's let's finish this podcast, guys. <clears throat> Appreciate you guys all tuning in. We're gonna start the next one here. UFC uh, Vegas '86 preview. So just give me a minute. I'll set it up. I'll post the link on on. Uh, Twitter and I'll, I'll tweet it up. All right. I'll talk to you guys in a sec. Peace.